Tonight is this is gonna be a long-winded one because I'm gonna drag it out. No why? Right. Because shit is getting old school up in here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we got some docking. Come on, yeah, yeah. See, that's the best I can do, and it's about as good as Don Dawkins. So no big deal. <laughs> so tooth and nail, 1984. Before any of us sweet little babies oh, born were born, in 84, so yeah, but uh, but later, right? This came out, I believe, in April. So, so okay, yeah. You were you were just uh, you were just peeking your head out of that. I was in there. <laughs> yeah, you were in there in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely not born for this. So that that that's what makes it so cool. Um, right. It's something I didn't discover until just recently. You know, like the last two years, probably three years. Um, Drummer Lennon, who was, you know, playing some old school, you know, early, you know, rock, metal, hair stuff. And these dudes came on and this album particularly, man, it just, it ruled. And I had never really given, you know, that 80s kind of big hair shit kind of really much respect or love. And this album just turned me on to it, man. It just showed me like the riffs going on and the, the the song power that's going on and the lyrical content is just incredible. I mean, you can relate to just anything on what these guys do. And yeah. yeah, 1984, yeah, I wasn't born until 85. So, you know, it just shows how um, withstanding this band and this album is. And uh, we've been going grindcore and all this crazy brand new stuff. So I just felt people out there, maybe younger, newer, don't understand what this band is all about and what they um, accomplished as a band it's just incredible well i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people have influence <clears throat> from stuff like doc and especially the guitars right george yeah. lynch man man like i didn't know much about doc and right i've heard them here's kind of the background from what i knew of them growing up i just saw my uncles wearing like rock shirts and stuff like that they'd have fucking posters of budweiser girls and their beers and like all these like rock and roll shirts and i just didn't know about them but they'd be cruising around and Camaro is just having all these hot chicks around. And I was like, okay, okay, I see this. And then I didn't appreciate it till I was much older that I'm like, okay, this was the shit back then. Like, this is what people were <laughs> listening to. And even now, people are so fucking critical of this type of music. Like, I was looking at reviews today, and holy shit, man, people have either really, really good things to say or really, really bad things to say. <laughs> and like, to me, I was like, okay, well, this music's kind of cool. Like the first song, I believe it's the title track, yeah, Tooth, Tooth and Nail, that song is solid, man. That is a really song. cool song. Uh, uh, dude, Alone Again is one of yeah, the that's best a love ballad like ever written. And, and I, I think uh, the imagery, again, it turns people off because we're, we're so judgmental on what it looks like now rather than what it sounds like. So that, that was my big thing is getting past the spandex and all that. And then just hearing what this band does. And it's just, like I said, the eighties, their guitar playing is incredible. Their songwriting is incredible. It's just, it's so overlooked. Yeah, man. Like with, with George again there, uh, I was reading again, those reviews. Some people would say it as like, he's a legend. Like he's amazing. Others would be like, he's just a wannabe. And I was like, what are you talking about? If, if this guy's a wannabe, then who do you identify as yeah, someone no who's shit. fucking good? Right. 
Yeah, because even these kids today, that you know, Animals Lears, these these tech guitar, you know, every time I die type band. Yeah, they steal you know, shit from him. Yeah, and I think what they brought back then was the riff. Like a lot of bands today will use chugs or open notes, mm-hmm. just cheating and too much or whatever. But they just the riffing was just so there, and to understand that they did all this on analog recording, which even yeah, makes it even crazier. Like this is like one take. Yeah, shit. there's no there's no fucking overdubs and shit. It's <laughs> no, just like for copy paste or punch. Yeah, none of that. Here. Like. Dude, they were just ripping. It had to be and, super fucking tight to do that. Like a, a song on here as well, uh, Into the Fire. I mean, that's just, it's the drums kick in on that. Oh, it's just, it's so big and massive that, yeah, I just, I, I want people to look back and understand what they did. And, was know, it, uh, it was one of the just, earlier tracks. It was, it was uh, Just Got Lucky or Heartless Heart that has that crazy fucking like sweep intro. The yeah, the like, heartless heart. It's like, man, you hear that in a local band here into eternity does that shit all the time. Oh, constantly, man. That's, that's where it yeah. comes from. That's crazy, man. Pioneers, really. Yeah, and I mean, all the albums they put out back then were just incredible. You know, uh, they they were just on a string of just really uh, making hit records. That when I find myself listening to them, I literally don't skip through songs because it's just you know one after another has a different feel like uh under lock and key is another album that's mm-hmm. just incredible um yeah and uh you know george Lynch, i got a great story like before i knew who they were uh me and my drummer lennon were at this uh award show kind of metal thing going on and uh we're outside and we're just hanging out you know smoking a joint and we look over and there's like george lynch standing by himself you know wasted or whatever just kind of hanging in the corner you know and, Lennon's like, dude, do you know who this is? And I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue, you know? And, you know, we walk over to him and ask him if he wants to smoke the joint. And, you know, he doesn't. But, you know, we just end up hanging out with him. And, uh, you know, Lennon at the time was just tripping. And I didn't care. But now after, like, becoming respectful of what uh, this dude's done musically, it's just like, holy shit, you know? And Yeah, great, great, incredible 80s band. You know, it's not so makeup and shit. You know, it's it, it's a lot more going on than just that, which was really cool to me. Well, a lot of the stuff that the 80s had, like you guys are saying, you know, you got to look past the imagery and everything like that. But a lot of the bands were just like doing like not super good stuff. But that's that's not the case here. It's, it's super talented, super skilled. <laughs> And to me, dudes nowadays wear more makeup and stuff than what these guys were doing. So, (laughs) you know, and more wimpier music than what these guys did. So that stigma just, I I laugh at it now just because it's, yeah, yeah, dudes now are uh, way more girly than what you saw, (laughs) you know, the Poisons and the Motley Crue's doing back then. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But then, you know, there's a lot of praise for George Lynch on the album, but I'll speak to Don Dock and write a Razdam right in, during the intro because, yeah, vocally, he's not the best of all time. I can guarantee you that. But, man, again, when I was telling you guys about the people that talk shit, they're just saying he's the worst front man of all time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, worst. it's just, yeah, there, there's a lot of strong vocalists in that type of music where it's like, you know, he did what he could, and I think everybody in the band really – really solidified everybody and, and they kind of made it work with one another. It was a pretty solid fucking lineup from what I could tell. Cause this is like, you know, I've heard them, I've listened to them, but this is honestly the first time I've sat down and listened to a full fucking album. And yeah, it was cool. Well, I listened to it again, probably not because here's the weird thing. You know, I, I love how you guys brought up the sound of it, like the analog style and 
uh, I don't like stuff that sounds old. <laughs> it's oh. fucking, it's tough, right? Like, it's like, I'm like, I, I can would, tell, I can tell. I'm like, oh, it's fucking old. Next. It's my ears, man. I would, I would give a kidney to do an analog album. Like, it's just, when I was a kid and I got to see my, my old man make, you know, his last records on that, it just, the process and the in-depthness of, what you put into the song and the music it's just it, it it's it's blowing away what we do now i mean what we do now is a joke you know it's not mm-hmm. it's not music man like it, it's a computer you know yeah, really in the end of things it's, exactly <laughs> it, it's lost so much feel and touch and taste that it, it's just you know when i hear those old things it's just it's so incredible what they do to make it what it I, is and i can't even fathom how they do that shit with with tape man like how that how they literally <laughs> have to like stop and cut the fucking tape out with scissors and then resplace it spool it yeah again. and it'd be fucking reels man that. it'd be four five six reels a, a song now you know? nowadays so. you, you just start playing you got you know just all i need is a good solid three seconds from you and I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll paste it all together. It's all good, brother, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it, it takes it, the soul, the skill, everything out. Anybody can go fucking record an album nowadays. And, and I totally agree. And that's that's one thing I, I praise of what these guys did. And going back to that, yeah, the, the band is so solid that they do what they do. Uh, his vocals are strong. And it's all just being strong around George Lynch's playing. And that's what I love. You know, they... They emphasize their strong suit of what the band is. You know, George is playing the solos, the leads, things like that. So, uh, yeah, they they just they were great. And for bringing up something older, you know, not the the constant head insanity we've been bringing. So it was cool to show people, hey, there, there's a lot of good old stuff you can find that just is so relevant today. Yeah, and I know, like, you guys bring up, like, I love the fact, like, how it was recorded, the the idea behind it, you know, it's about as old as I can get is stuff on vinyl, because I just like that sound, but there's certain albums, like, that I can just, like, it just sounds like something my dad or my fucking uncles are going to listen to, and I can't do it at times, it's just a weird vibe I get, that's just, but it's you just a are quirk. the dad and uncle now, that's the thing, dude. I have not ruined my goddamn <laughs> life yet, I have not made that decision to fucking have those money stealing <laughs> bastards I, like i never thought i'd like chill at home and listen to like reggae and like dead can dance you know but like as i've gotten just all oh, yeah it's like you know i want to hear that kind of stuff now to just kind of like chill out the day and you know this band does that like like i said uh alone again it's just it's it, it's up there with me and like journey like faithfully you know like as far yeah. as like ballad and strong stuff here and deepness of what the topic is of it so yeah, they just they knew how to hit on it, man. But if anything, if if what me and Joey learned this week was you can still get older and still fucking appreciate brand new stuff. Like when we talked yeah. to Sahaj from Raw, he's like oh, fifty one yeah. and he's just down with all the new shit and knowing what it's all about and actually seeing it. And I like had such mad respect for that because he he could have easily rested on his laurels and like yeah I don't produce any of this new garbage, but he was so interested in it and seeing that was like fuck yeah. This is cool. You don't have to be a bitter old man like myself. <laughs> no, and see, that's the thing with dudes of his era and that, that, that time frame and that mindset. Like, if you're not looking at newer, younger bands, then you're, you're going to find it really hard to do what you're doing because mm-hmm. you're an artist. You're getting older. When you were big or doing your thing, you were hit to the, the rebellion that was going on in the younger minds and kids and, you know, the, the scene you're looking for now you know you can yell and scream at 50 years old to other 50 year olds but you're you're not 
you know, you're not looking at the same pissed offness that, you know, these new bands are bringing with this anger of what's going on in society. So uh, you have to check out new stuff to continue to be relevant, you know, and understand new wordage and new topics and everything that goes into being an artist, you know, so uh, yeah, you gotta check on culture and understand what's new and how kids are thinking. He was when, telling me what music to check out, and I was yeah, like, man. I've never listened to one fucking song by this person. I still haven't, but I will. It's cool, man. That was super exciting. But, like, getting back just kind of to how we look at things, um, when would you say you guys noticed a shift in your mindset when you started, you know, not thinking about what was cool and just fucking listening to stuff for the sake of it? You know, I, my fucking shit I listened to varies, but for like, fucking poppy ass synth wave to fucking post hardcore to metal to fucking you know doom whatever because i just want to but rather than when i was younger right in high school it had to be fucking something new and if somebody fucking you know popular started to like it i was like well that band sucks fuck you guys yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> no, can't listen to them anymore yeah. <laughs> i think that's how everybody is you know going through that era and my my big change was like 27 28 because i got with the the new lineup and they were older guys and they they were into more older stuff and things that i really had disregarded growing up you know my old man or my older brother would have listened to these things but i just kind of was like no i'm not really into that i'm more into yeah like you said the popular shit going on at the time and um yeah when i got older it was just kind of like i wanted to find new things that were outside the box you know and that's what brought you know, amazing bands like Dead Can Dance. I've mentioned them a few times. And, you know, all these other artists that we've done on every week, you know, it's uh, it's a progression, you know, and I think that's good to have. Some people maybe just get stuck in what they listen to and that's what they listen to forever. And, you know, we call them edgelords because they, you know, get on every feed and every comment and talk about how you're just not heavy enough. And it's like, well, what what what, what is that for you? You know, where, where does it become you know it's so awesome for you that it's cool enough you know but you just got to kind of get past that and just like you said not worry about the popularity of it and just enjoy the the music and the artistic and the relevance to your own life of what they're talking about in the song yeah exactly like like i, I love to i love it when i actually end up liking stuff that is so like ungodly popular like not popular in people's circles like i'm trying to think of like a band like dredge was always popular for for albums because they were weird and unique and eclectic and then they came out with like chuckles and mr squeezy and i fucking loved that one but tons of their fans hated it and kind of disowned them after that and even like a band like trivium like silence in the snow that's my favorite album they've ever done but that's like the softest one they've ever done too and people are just like this is shit whereas i'm like nah this is my jam this is incredible right see and i respect that when a band like that takes a jump to do something different because yeah, you can always go with your formula and know that, yeah, people are going to dig it and they'll get the respect and whatever. But, yeah, taking those leaps, man, they, they can often create incredible things. And like you said, that's a, that's a piece that really was cool out of them too because I had never really dug them and that album was cool, you know, musically. Like, I like things that make you think about what's coming, not like, oh, I, I know this Volbeat song. It's going to go to the same shit that they do in every <laughs> other thousand songs they release. You I know? fucking so hate Volbeat. Yeah, yes. dude. They're, you know, they're just on the radio a lot here in Vegas. Do you get that five-finger Corey Taylor Garbage. bullshit rock and roll type of shit? You know, like fake 
whatever. But I only give yeah. Corey Taylor props for the first and second Slipknot album. That's about it. Yeah, that new thing I just saw he released. Oh, there. I was like, watching I that just before. Like, was it the one with the Tech Nine and was it? He looked. He looked like Kid Rock meets like no. you know like this rapping juggalo like i, I, I just couldn't got, watch it i didn't bother I was like, like this why? dude's smart and i get it he's a money-based businessman and he knows scenes like like you say he's probably somebody that's very into the new age of stuff he's got a younger kid so he's can mm-hmm. constantly be in that so he sees that this kind of dumbed down retarded rock kind of shit this five finger vibe works so that's what i feel like he's tried to do but like i was just I was just like, are you fucking serious, man? Like, you have just, you know, you've given your life up just for money at this point. You know, it's not about being an artist and shit because, you know, you you don't go from Slipknot to what he's doing now on an artistic base. Like, that's, it's so insane. But whatever, you know. It it was very weird, man. I was watching it just before we came on because it was on my recommended on the YouTube feed. And it was like... He he wrote his own fucking like wrestling intro almost like he had a wrestling yeah, like, belt and it was so corny and I was like that's oh, what I what felt is... like he was going for is trying to be like an intro for a wrestler and like you know dive into that fan base now like I, I don't know man it was so is weird. it someone's entrance music coming up or what I don't think like so, why right? would you why would you do that I, don't I think know, it I don't was know. just being so different from everything he's done okay. you know he wants. He, the thing he's smart about is reaching so many different fan bases. Like this is going to reach something so different than what Stone Sour reaches and so different mm. what Slipknot reaches, you know, and then ultimately that culminates under his brand, you know, so he's capturing such a wide audience, but you know, this is going to negate those fans that love Slipknot and et cetera, you know? So I don't, I don't know, man, I was shocked by what the hell I was watching. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love I love Tech Nine by himself. Like he's a fucking super dope rapper, but I don't know. And then yeah, this other guy, Kid Bookie. Now, I don't know who he is, right? That's one of those things where where old you men sorry, yelling at yeah, Kid Bookie. Okay. Yeah, no. Kid Bookie. I saw him pop up, and I was like, I have no idea who he is, but he could be like fucking the next big thing for all I know, and I could be out of the loop, right? It's one of those things where the old men yelling mm-hmm. at kids to get off the grass. Yeah, it's know. totally probably something this kid was playing in this house, you know, and he was like, what the hell is that? And then it leads to, you know, that, but. And yeah, I mean, wow. you know, it's it's got 330,000 views in 14 hours. So, you know, Corey Taylor, it just. Yeah, I mean, he just, he, he's just he's just a walking business now, you know, and yeah. I, it's quarantine. So why not just create and do your own thing and make yeah. all the money from it, you know, now, you know, he's not splitting it with nine dudes or whatever. He's just yeah. like fully. You know, doing whatever the fuck he wants, but three, yeah, oh, it's that, crazy. But is that okay? Yeah, three hundred twenty-five thousand views. I wonder how many people actually liked it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it after this. I've got different uh, views on it. I've read on his Twitter feed when he posts. You know, people love it, but obviously that's his fans and stuff. So I understand it. But then you go to like Instagram and like Metal Injection. I, I didn't read one good comment about it. You know, so. Uh, but, you know, like I said, but he's in the end. He's someone that doesn't really care what people are going to write or say. He's just going to do it. But, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> that's not going to be next week's recommendation. That's for no, sure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I know. It's just wild to see something like that and going and branching off in that direction. But I don't know, since this is kind of like the first 
Dawkin album I've really ever listened to from start to finish. Did they ever take any weird directions during their career? Did they make like a really bad album or did they just kind of stay this route and keep consistently going this way with like tooth and nail? Well, they rocked and it was like, yeah, the first three or four records, but then they, you know, they made the last I knew was like the, the soundtrack for, you know, the Freddy Krueger, you know, which was just like one uh, dream warrior, you know, that was kind of like the last Dawkins song I really knew. Oh, and then wow. it, yeah, like that's, you know, that's them, which is so cool. To, you know, it's trippy uh, seeing them in the Freddy, you know, hit Freddy in their video and shit. Like, it was just crazy then. So after that, though, I think you had George and uh, Don really got into a big uh, battle over just money and, you know, drugs and alcohol and everything that goes along with that. So um, I think they recently played and they did a show just like in the last like month and they didn't require masks. So everybody was like talking shit about them, <laughs> which was really Fuck. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't, uh, what was that? Great White. Didn't they do the same fucking thing? Yeah, but you expect that from those. Oh, like, they're, they're, they're the biggest piece of shit on, on the fucking I mean, planet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I, like looking at video of that and seeing the club they're playing, to think that you can have any kind of pyro or anything of yeah, that nature is just down it's, that whole fucking place, man. It, insanity, man. Like, they, they should never have been able to play again. I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised they ever got to play again. <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah, now here they are rocking, spreading COVID. So, you know, what would you <laughs> yeah, expect? Good for them. Jesus Christ. Hey, one of the bands that we recommended a while back ago, Silosis, had a song on YouTube where they were just performing in this fucking sick looking studio that, that, that came out five days ago. That's the way to do it, man. People are still coming out with some really, really cool stuff. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's been sick. Like, Suicide Silence just wrapped up their virtual world tour, which was one of the Oh, nice. Things. I've seen go down yet. Like each night they played a time slot that would match a different city in the world, but anybody could tune in and they had a stage set up and light system and it just, it was incredible. So That's yeah, great. you're definitely seeing bands take forward and you know, it's cool to see the ideas because that's what we are artists and you know, we can figure out these things. Yeah, it's super, it's super innovative. And I think really at this point, you know, that's, that's just how it's going to be for a little while. You know, you have to do that sort of shit or else people fucking forget about you. Yeah, like like if not, yeah, bands are going to break up. They're going to disappear. They're going to get whatever going because, yeah, without playing and creating, you're just you're stuck. So How are you yeah. guys doing? I see you guys doing way more shit on Facebook than I normally see. Yeah, we've just been writing Instagram, a lot. But you we, guys have been going for it. Good. We've been trucking. We've got uh, yeah, two completed now. We have three left to go. And nice. so it's like EP's done rough style. And then we're going to get together in Phoenix and you know jam them out and start recording. So yeah, about so, two months away from that. We're excited for sure. Good. Yeah, everything's going good. These songs are so different. You know, to have a new guitar player, it, you know, you don't know what to expect, but uh, everything that he's done is just, it's uh, incredible. What a guitar player, what a writer, you know, and that's always a, a sigh of relief. <laughs> Shot a life, a renewed, whatever, renewed endeavor and all that. Yeah, and it brings, you know, a new style that people can feel and still you know that it's us, but you have something going on that's real different. It's like, I felt the song we had was real Cemetery Gates vibe, you know, so, Pantera, yeah, so, which yeah. was cool for us. You know, we've never had something that had, feel like that it's always just straightforward rock and groove heavy as fuck but to have something kind of more settled 
you might catch like some talking, singing stuff going on on this one, which is uh, yeah, cool. different and fun. Different and so fun. Innovative. Try different stuff. See who you get. See if it lands. Throw it against the wall. Why not, man? I think it's going to stick. It's going to be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, dude. Five albums, you know, in, in this being, you know, the next one. It's like, yeah, just, you know, I want to do more stuff. I want to do, you know, not create the same album over and over. Like I was just talking about Bowlby. Like, you don't want to do that. You want to have, have it grow and, you know, keep the fundamentals of what you are. And that's, yeah. you know, I think the most important thing for writing an album, new stuff. Oh, like you're talking about formulas and just getting stuck on that. I, I, I like it when I hear bands that I'm like, oh, shit, this is so-and-so. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that's completely different than anything I've ever done. And it sounds fucking good. Yeah, and to still have the heavy groove, but have aspects where you don't know what it's going to go to. That, you know, verse, chorus type repetitive thing. You know, now you're going to have things where it's like, whoa, I didn't expect that to come in. That's a cool piece. Uh, just stuff like that. Like it excites me what I've been hearing. So good. Uh, definitely good things. Good. And, on, and on the home front, man, how are you guys doing there? Are you guys looking to stay in Vegas for a while or when this slows up, are you like, Hey, we're going to, you know, Arizona. I can't remember what the plan was. Yeah. We're going to be out of here in three weeks. Uh, oh, wow. We're, right we're on. To, we're going to Arizona. We're going to get out in the, like the rural uh, part of Arizona, like way North, North, North Phoenix to kind of just, stay what's going off you know like i said my wife you know she's taking it real serious so we want to be safe and we're going to go out there and just kind of live you know outdoorsy for you know the next six months at least and then kind of reassess and feel what we want to do see if there's another state or whatever we want to go to because you know that's been the fun thing about life is we've just been traveling and you know no restrictions kind of vibe and that's uh we're going to continue to do so yeah, Arizona awesome. bound in about three weeks. So we'll do some shows from out there, which will be fun. And, you know, just uh, adventures all the time, man. It's been a, a killer week. You know, uh, it's hot as hell. It's like 110 today. So that's, sure. uh, that's been fun. But, yeah, uh, just enjoying it, man. Just getting through the days now. Oh, boy. Hell yeah, man. And essentially, are you st- are you guys still, like, free agents now have you guys talked record stuff with minus head uh where are you guys at because i know you finished up with them yeah no we are free agents uh built to destroy was the last record we had in the contract but um we've been talking to brad and minus head to do this ep you know and uh get that out and then kind of see where we're going from there like i said you know he he wants us touring he wants bands touring but obviously he knows it's not safe so uh we've been offered things in january and you know, we're kind of weighing the options. And like I said, we don't want to submit to something, promote it, and then be like, oh, no, we can't do it. So right. um, we're just going to hold off and let other bands tour, as I've seen in January, February, there's a lot of stuff booked for Europe. And that's kind of where everybody's going to try to go first. But, you know, like I, I don't see it happening and I don't want to get stuck somewhere, you know, quarantined in like, you know, Italy for two weeks or something stupid. So. Yeah. Um, we'll wait until everything seems like it's cool and you can kind of go back and not feel so fucked off like you're hurting your fans. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's smart. Yeah, man. You know, and then you, while you're out there in Arizona, you can catch some of those motherfucking cactus smugglers out there, beat their asses. Yeah, I actually, I just got, my wife bought me um, a gold, uh, uh, you know, one of those... Uh, what the hell are those called? The miners use them, and you walk across a metal detector. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, because where we're going, you know, there's a bunch of old mines that used to be there, you know, gold mines and et cetera. So we're going to go out there and just really uh, enjoy that. You know, I got a whole gold mine set up, so we're going to go out there and get crazy. Really, <laughs> that sounds stupid you know, fun, man. That sounds super fun. Put that shit on Instagram. Like, it's already there. August. You know, we've been sitting inside for, yeah. you know, going on five months now. So it's like... You know, we want to move somewhere where we don't freak out. Like, this apartment complex is packed, and everywhere you go, you got to wear a mask because people are outside, they're coughing, they're fucking throwing cigarettes, they're spitting. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's great. Yeah, man. Me and my family are planning to move, too, in a couple of weeks. So we're getting the fuck out of the city. We're going back to my hometown, small town, just a half hour yeah. away from here, so it's not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad idea for a year or two. And, let you know, like I said, everything kind of calmed down and, get back to semi-normal life yeah absolutely yeah my big endeavor i think i'm still trying to buy a big giant magnet to go magnet fishing right and to drum up some murder weapons in the in the next little while have you seen those youtube videos man what in the fuck yeah man basically you just like slap a big old magnet on a rope and Uh tie it off and then you throw it into the lake and see what you bring up man Bikes. I've heard of this. It's fun watching it, but uh, it's on YouTube, so I don't trust whatever the fuck they find, right? Everybody finds guns. It seems like what you find a... guns every fucking week. No doubt. What <laughs> is a cactus smuggler? I'm just going a little way back to a cactus said. smuggler. A cactus? Like, there's big yeah. time what cactuses in, out there and shit, and they're worth yeah. big, big money to these, like, uh, fucking Seriously? white house moms and stuff like that. They yep. love, like, the saguaro cactus. They, yeah, they only and, grow in Arizona, so their prize is like $800 a foot. So, holy we, like, we, we probably have like 30 or 40 of them on our land, you know, yeah. and we, we've sold a couple of them for sure because they're, they're high-dollar items. Yeah, and then take you them can, out and ship them off. Totally, right? Like, I've, I've heard about people from Russia coming up with big fucking backpacks full of, like, ice or whatever, and they, they're just wandering, and they dig up these small little cactuses. Even those generic bullshit ones that everybody in their, like, grandma has in their house now. I forget. Succulents. Fuck those oh, plants. Those are Walmart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where do you think they get them from? Richie's backyard, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They go just wild out in Arizona. I mean, it's crazy. And, like... When you're, you're driving up north, there's a spot where there's the last soil cactus before you're, you know, too high of elevation where they don't grow anymore. So, no, they're, they're, they're a prized possession down there. And when they wow. die, they turn into this really cool bone cartilage-looking structure of the cactus frame. And it's just that stuff's even more expensive because it takes so long for it to form. Arizona's crazy, man. It's a, you know, it's a shithole of police, but other than that, you know, I think it's, it's cool. You know, they're having COVID problems. They're like one of the hot spots in the world right now, but yeah. you know, we're diving in. Fuck it. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. It. You'll be safe. If, you know, you'll take the precautions. You'll know who to hang out with. If anybody knows too, fuck, I feel you guys will. Cause you're taking yeah, that shit you guys, serious. You guys are my last hope for fucking America, to be honest. We are definitely in the top 10% of psychos taking it serious. <laughs> like there's oftentimes where I think like, are we being like overly fucking ridiculous? Nah, we're, we're doing the same shit. You know, family, bro. Like, I, I'm like grabbing my mail with like a rubber glove on. Like, you know, we're, 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 we're gnarly, you know, but at the same time, you know, if it's such a short period of time, like, when you get older a year is just it's nothing so 
you know, a year or two passes and everything can get back to normal, whatever, so be it, you know, in the big scheme of life. So it's already been what, a half a year, guys. It's already been like yeah, six months. Like that's fucked. That, that's Blink what of people an don't eye. understand. It's it's Blink so quick. Yeah. You know, it's it's so quick. You might have become an alcoholic in this time or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, learn how to garden or anything, but you know, it's yeah. it's just it's been a pause in life that I think might have had a number one podcast, yeah. Probably. Yes. Close. No big deal. No big deal. Fuck. Whatever. You know, we started this as an interview, and then you know, five months later, here we are, just still. That's so fucking that. funny. We were, we were laughing about the other day. We we're like, you know, when we started this with Richie, like, fuck, right when this lockdown shit started, he's pretty much been here every Wednesday. Well, you know, like for me, and you know, any other band or artist guy, you know, it, it's a crazy situation because you go from what you you do. You know, and you're so locked into a system and a routine of life where it's like you tour, you come home for a month, you tour, you come home, you know, so I know everybody's been disrupted, you know, so there's no pity for us more than anybody else. But, you know, it's definitely an understanding that you don't know what to do. Like, do you get a job and like do these service things of delivery, you know, just to, you know, at least do something, do you learn and quit and give up at all, which is, it's such a hard thought, you know, like. Like me, for instance, you know, I've been doing it for 15 years. So it'd be like, oh, shit, I should just probably quit this, you know, and start <laughs> learning something else. But, you know, that, that drive that you've had for so many years of grinding through such hard shit that felt even harder than this, you know. So it's, it's just how your mind state is and where you're going. So uh, you just got to know that it's short in the, the big scheme of life. Man, and, and like having you on is just kind of hilarious, like to me, because we always think, oh, fuck, like it's Richie from Insight. How often are you asked to do something, you know, on behalf of Insight or just Richie Cavalera of Insight, like interviews, requests? Like, like how often is that going on for you, man? Well, I mean, like right now, nothing. Yeah. I mean, like I'm saying, they're, they're, they're literally, you're, you're only talking to, the biggest things in the world and most most metal publications and things right now are not really talking about music you know they're so stuck in the headlines of what's going on as far as you know social life so uh yeah it's been weird man that's what i'm saying like if you're not like the biggest like 20 bands you're really not getting any publication you're not really getting any exposure other than what you're doing yourself uh you know and I understand, you know, these publications only want to use the biggest things right now to draw any kind of attention to them that they can get. So a lot of good bands and good albums and new things are getting thrown to the wayside. Like us announcing an AP normally in a normal day, that would be big news on Metal Injection, all these sites, but they're they're really not even posting that kind of stuff right now. You know, they just, it's the last thing they care about. They're more worried about Trump or what the drummer system of down said about black lives matter, you know, like they just, yeah, yeah. They're, they're so lost on, you know, these bands that really need attention right now. So, uh, yeah, you just got to keep figuring out ways to do it. Cool, man. And, and that's weirdly enough to think that the, the people we're talking to, I'm just so shocked at how awesome musicians have been at grinding it out and putting out new music or continuing to do it and just say, fuck it. I know I can't tour, but we got this album and I believe in it. We'll put it out there. And if need need be, we'll put out another one. And that has been life over the last 15 years of a band in general, you know, since downloading and streaming and all this stuff started, 
you've constantly adapted with each album you put out, with each tour you do. I mean, so this is this is so normal for us, you know, to get through and understand how you know things change so fast in a business in general, you know. So um, yeah, you're gonna see even less and less and less physical copies of records and albums because of this. You know, it's gonna be really determined by streaming and downloading. You know, so that that's the big thing that bands coming up got to promote you know those those sites that are doing that for them oh yeah yeah man for sure and we like to take part in that and just do what we can because right now fuck, what an opportunity i think there it's a missed opportunity for some people and we'll take it yeah and the writing you know because uh, you know mo most of these bands are in that cycle of writing and playing and writing and playing where you don't have time to write so to have five six seven eight months a year to write Dude, that's if you're not taking advantage of that, you're an idiot, you know. So uh, that's that's where it comes down to just bands being smart with their time or not being smart with their time, and that's what'll weed out the real musicians and shit right now. So it's kind of a good thing because it was getting pretty saturated, you know. Anybody yeah. that had a Facebook page could start a band and make themselves look just ginormous, and you know. So I think it'll help in the end to show real bands that have real worth work ethic you know going mm -hmm. forward cool yeah i guess we'll see time will tell right and time will tell every week we're figuring it all out a couple weeks longer in vegas a couple weeks longer joey <laughs> has out in regina a couple weeks yep. longer here me dealing with people's bullshit until i figure out my life who knows what the fuck but how do you think Dawkins doing nowadays? Good, bad? Do they <laughs> got their shit figured out? He's playing shows, so they're they're yeah. not bad right now. You cool. know, they're they're doing okay. <laughs> he got to headbang a few times, which I, you know, I, I would I would absolutely kill for right now. Like that's just oh man, the headbang and like yelling spin on somebody's like face right now is just like <laughs> something that was so natural. Now it's like you, I'm pretty sure like, you could probably jail for it. <laughs> you yeah. could probably get away with that at a grocery store. Seeing some of those people yeah. down there, man. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I, I had one of those guys at the post office, man. He didn't have a mask on. They yelled oh. at him. He's like, oh, I got medical stuff. He didn't have papers. So they're like, so you got to leave. And then instantly he just like starts coughing in there. It was like, you scumbag. Like you should have been beaten up by this. But, you know, whatever. It's just the way these assholes are going to be. Fuck That's yeah. so stupid. So fucking stupid. Weirdos everywhere. Yeah. We just we just got to be the, the ones to inspire change, fellas. We got to be doing the right thing for everybody. And Richie, thanks well, for bringing Doc in, man. Uh, yeah. uh, that was just so hilarious, man. But yeah, go ahead, Joey. It's just hard fucking dealing with all this shit. Well, just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just tired of it. I, I see so many people posting such stupid fucking shit online all the time about masks and everything like that. Like, well, you can't take my fucking freedom. And blah, blah. It's like, no, cocksucker. No one's taking your freedom. <laughs> all they're saying is maybe you should settle the fuck down. Put a mask on, don't breathe your fucking juices on people, and you'll be fine. And then I saw, like, my, my brother-in-law, not brother-in-law, but, like, <laughs> my, my fucking sister-in-law's baby daddy was on there saying, like, um, oh, I don't know, just talking shit about masks. It's like, bro, you've got two high-risk kids. Wear a fucking mask, asshole. Like, don't be a fucking idiot. That's why I wear it. I got immunocompromised parents. I got, you know, I, I, I don't see There are cops them, arresting tons of people. people with unmarked cars yeah. with no fucking badges on yeah. and those people that are bitching about their freedom of no mask yeah, they're not should be in an uproar 
They're about not. that because that is when fascism and that shit crosses the line when people are being detained and pulled off the streets and unmarked well let's do it what do, you, what do you think is going on in portland man is that like what's going and, on exactly like i said man they have a, a gestapo style yeah. fucking police force and they have, you know they've created this oh you're destroying things you're looters yeah there are those people but right now the people that are out there are the ones fighting back against that police brutality federalist fucking you know fascist bullshit man and we're you know, just, they're just here trying to, to the monuments yeah. yeah and they're gonna make people just so immune to it because there's so many problems going on that they we we can't focus on any one issue right now it's just it's like ah you know so total yeah. sensory overload it's just bullshit it's just a fucking misery yeah car. so they can shove it up their ass if you don't <laughs> care about that then you definitely don't care about a mask you don't like care about fuck all so. these fucking whiners stay metal and listen to doc and, and that's right that's you know, what we tooth care and nail to the top motherfucker yeah. <laughs> next week it'll be in the billboard 200 Fuck it, it deserves to be and uh yeah we're gonna bring something raging next week so Ooh, ready. okay i trust yeah. you i always do i always yeah, trust you, you know, just wait some, some social disorder kind of style stuff okay Awesome. It, this week. We might bring a second insight guy in next week. Actually. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Don't tease. Don't tease, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Christopher L., you know, I think Mr. he would be, be a part of our next week rocking. So hey, we have a special, well, special next week. Okay. Fucking okay. insight special. Cool <laughs> Richie will be social distancing, crushing some wine and smoking some weed and talking music. Yep, I'm on my third glass and second bowl, so we're kicking out. <laughs> Sounded like it. Right on, man. Having a time. It's all good. Hey, you guys rule Limbo Cast. I know 100 shows. You know, this is incredible. You guys just keep it up, man. People need this and love it, and I love it. So Hell yeah, man. Love it. Look forward to next week, man. Peace. Right. Be safe, gentlemen. You too, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Later. Cow! Cow! That's right. Fuck. That's fun. It's always fun. It's just never not fun. I just love Wednesdays. Docking. Tooth and nail. Who knew? Yeah, man. That's a good album. Like you said, those guys. I just make up all sorts of bullshit stats about it. Like they were the only band that ever used that rhythm they use, and now everybody else uses it. But <laughs> well, whatever. We could have, right? Just Should've. we talked about it. Age age, like yeah. You know, what's false news? What's fake news? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's fake news anymore. Make up what you want. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's one of those nights where it's a it's a Wednesday. It's a time to go. Time to go take a poop, Joey. Time to no, go. I'm good. I'm uh, good now. But you, I, uh, I'm gonna go shut her down. We're gonna sh- shut her down. Shut her down. Shut her down. Shit her down. Woo! <laughs> uh, cow. Peace out. Later. <laughs>